Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Today, I have a very special crossover for you folks of Locked on Flames and Locked on Coyotes. It is a very special and uh, highly anticipated by me crossover. So make sure you tune in and stick around for our preview predictions and uh, ways to make money on this game. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonia, Carl Pavlik right below me. To my side, we have a special guest on this crossover episode, Locked On Coyotes, Locked On Flames, Jess Belmosto. Jess, how you doing? How did the Flames do yesterday? You know, I'm feeling great. It's a fantastic day to be a Flames fan after a very big win in Dallas. Uh, they had two goals in 37 seconds to finish up the game. So, you know, we'll take what we can get. And they, I you know, to be honest, I can say the same thing about the Coyotes, too. <laughs> they, they somehow pulled off a shootout win in Denver. Which is Gotta nuts. They broke the what? A the home, Avalanche's home win streak. An 18 game home win streak. They have not yeah. lost a home game since early December? Early right? November. November. November early November. Early November. Yeah. I love that band. Um, <laughs> it's only fitting that the Coyotes were the team that the Avalanche beat to start their 10 game win streak, and they lost it um, to the Coyotes. So that, I love that symmetry. You know, sometimes the world just, it just works like that. It's uh, wonderful hockey. Plus, yeah. the Coyotes always seem to be the team that just plays spoiler for a lot of teams. I mean, they just beat the Avalanche a couple weeks ago. They beat the freaking Maple Leafs. Like, yeah. Is- I mean, it, the, the first game that we talked about, they lost to the Avalanche in the shootout. So... Like shootouts, basically a coin flip. If you're the Avalanche, uh, stop going to shootouts with bad teams, and maybe you'll you know, win more. Uh, I don't think the Avalanche need to win more, but I mean, if they're looking to improve, that's one way. Absolutely, and I feel like shootouts, like you said, they're such like a coin flip. Like you truly don't know how a skills competition is going to go, which makes it fun, but also really anxiety provoking. <laughs> Oh. And Black Flames have been able to avoid them for large part of their season. Do you know uh, offhand how many shootouts they've had? I don't think it's more than five or three. Yeah. I think the broadcast yesterday mentioned that the Coyotes have had three shootouts so far, and this was their first win. It seems like shootouts are, are down this season. I, I haven't looked was, at the numbers, but... I think, do- I think it was four because they've had this one... One against Colorado last time. Yeah. The one against San Jose. And I think the one against Buffalo at the beginning of the year. That's so, right. So still not not a lot. Um shootouts are definitely uh I don't know, scoring seems up this year, so it kind of makes sense that there's fewer shootouts, but but you're right. It's definitely that fun and anxiety filled end to a game. Yeah, and you know what? I'm happy that scoring is up because I can't I can't do overtime and then just like the extra, you know, shootout. So thanks, everyone. 
But other than that, you know, other than, you know, uh, the, you know, the team's having some good wins yesterday. Like, like how have the Flames been doing this season? What's, uh, like, you know, how they in the, in the Pacific Division? Because, like, we don't see the Pacific Division as often anymore because we got kicked out. Yeah. So if someone told me at the start of the season that um, obviously Vegas was like a shoe in for number one, but that the Kings and Ducks would be ahead of the Flames. I would have said, you're crazy. I would love to partake in whatever you're partaking in to make this fantasy exist. But uh, yeah, the Flames are currently in a wild card spot because they had basically the second half of December off because of uh, illness breaking out, of course. Um, I call them patient zero because they are what spiraled uh, the league out of control. So sorry about that, everyone. But it has been, I want to say, like a complete 180 from the team that they were last year. They're more competitive. They don't look like a beer league hockey team that can't keep up with their opponents. And, you know, the goaltending is still really strong. And that's it, just, it's kind of tied together with the fact that uh, Johnny Gaudreau is on the first line now and it's a strong first line. The second line is probably one of my favorite lines in hockey to watch. It's uh, Andrew Mangiapane, Michael Backlund, and Blake Coleman. It is just such a fun – they play such a fun two-way game. So definitely anticipate that being a good matchup tonight. Uh, meanwhile, the Coyotes uh, – who is the Coyotes' second line <laughs> at this point, Robin? Uh uh, I'm not sure. Uh, we saw the emergence of the first line Schmaltz, Galchenyuk, and Keller. And that was pretty interesting. Galchenyuk got his first goal of the season. Uh, but, you know, it, it's maybe an upgrade over Travis Boyd. The Coyotes are just so in flux right now that I don't think they have any real lines. We, we've been talking about this all year, but this team right now, well, at least for the last month, this team is half Tucson Roadrunners. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, at least the injuries are, are, are less. I don't think at this point anyone is on COVID protocol with the Coyotes, uh, with Dyson Mayo making his return last night. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? That's nice. So I was looking at the, like, your cat-friendly page yesterday when I was recording the national show for the network, and half of your players sound made up. <laughs> nice and mayo, that sounds like something I should find in my grocery store. Of course, yeah. I made, or I buy that. my hair dryers, because, like, Dyson. I, I, I made that joke um, uh, when he made a, he got his first goal of the year. Uh, I think, um, and he's been he's been with Tucson for the longest time. So I just made this joke because of that. He's like, "Oh, Dyson Mayo," and I tweeted out, "Vacuum mayonnaise." <laughs> Honestly, like, and that's like no like shade or disrespect to him. Obviously, he doesn't pick his name, but I I, I don't know. That sounds like a fun player to watch because of his name. Yeah, uh, we get Carol Vimelka, who is nicknamed Veggies. Uh, so it's Veggies and Mayo. Uh, it's it's a great. <laughs> part of a sandwich um but but yeah uh he's a uh he's a pretty fun dynamic player uh 
interesting defenseman, uh, as Robin said, has spent a lot of time in the AHL. But uh, with the Coyotes being in rebuild, it's it's plenty of opportunities. And honestly, I think he's one of the players who has stepped up and looked most comfortable, like day in day out in an NHL role. Um, even more so than like uh, Yannis Mosier, who honestly at this point like played up for a while, but is maybe regressing a little bit, maybe needs a little bit more time in Tucson, but Mayo has just been solid. It's it. I think he's going to be tough to take away from like remove him from this roster going forward. Yeah. And you know what? I, I understand that you guys are in a rebuild. Like that's, it's very frustrating. Um, I don't think I've been alive for like a true rebuild for any of my sports teams, but um, I, I'm very impressed that, you know, young guys are getting to play because there is this sort of uh, stigma around Daryl Sutter and Brad Tree living in Calgary who don't let the younger uh, players play. Brett Ritchie, I, I can't, I, like, he has played, I think, like 20 games this season because he was injured um, and has no points. Meanwhile, the Flames have players just tearing it up in the AHL who would be a great fit for the bottom six to get those reps in. And, uh, you know, it's just – it's frustrating. So I'm glad that, you know, you guys have some – That that does remind me, though, of the Rick Tockett era about three, three, four years back. We got a guy named Dylan Strome who was freaking tearing it up. And the Tucson Roadrunners, and I was watching his first year in Tucson. I'm like, who is this kid? Why is he so good? Why is he not in um, with the Coyotes right now? And then he gets called up, and he plays maybe 10 minutes that game. Like, And I'm just like, what are you doing? I mean, honestly, it, when you said that, it made sense to me because I remember uh, GM traveling. Um, sure, I mispronounced that incorrectly. Uh, from his time uh, as assistant manager or general manager for the Coyotes under Don Maloney, and Maloney also uh, tended to play the veterans over over the rookies. Um, there was financial reasons for that uh, at the time, but. But yeah, the the Coyotes in that era were not great at developing players. Were not great at playing the younger players. Um, I mean, it was there was two eras. There was the uh, Dave Tippett, which was like no young players. Everyone's yeah. on a short leash. And then there was Wayne Gretzky, who was basically, as far as I can tell, like just go out there and do what I do. Uh, do yeah. Wade Gretzky stuff. It's like, uh, coach, we cannot do Wade Gretzky stuff. Uh, right. Like, so. like you can't just copy and paste your skills to us. Like that's not how this yeah. works. Yeah. Um, but Brad was involved with, uh, I think both of those. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure he was there in the Gretzky years, but, but still under tip it. So, uh, old habits die hard, I guess. Yeah. You know, that makes a lot more sense because, I don't know. He's been in Calgary for seven years now, seven seasons. And you would think that at some point they just kind of, uh, you know, move on from what hasn't been working. But like you said, old habits die hard. Yep. Well, we still got more to get to for this. uh, Talk about this game on this episode. Arizona Coyotes and Calgary Flames game set 
at 7.30 p.m. at the Gila River Arena in Glendale. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, Jess, you got a special word you have to like to share with us. I do. And if you are returning to campus, returning to your office, or uh, enjoy snacking wherever you are, you should head on over to Built.com and check out some Built Bars. They are delicious tasting protein bars that get you through your day. They're great fuel for your brain, great fuel for your day. Um, I don't know how else I can sell you on these besides the fact that they are covered in 100% chocolate and they taste delicious. They don't taste like your average tasting protein bar with the grittiness and the sandiness. So head on over to bet on no built.com and use promo code locked 15 for 15% off of your order and uh, lots of different flavors. They've grown their inventory since we've started working with them which i think is so much fun you know all those limited time flavors sometimes come back or uh we'll make a surprise visit so head on over to built.com today and use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off of your next purchase give me more churro puff guys i need him <laughs> <laughs> was it really good all right, though, let's get back to this episode. Locked on Coyotes and Locked on Flames crossover episode as the teams clash for a game tonight. Talk about how this, how they, how, how they match up because, uh, well, record-wise, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. 20, 22, 13, and 6 versus 11, 29, and 4. Um, I mean, definitely not as scary as it was yesterday when we had the face up against the Avalanche. But yeah. Still, uh, yeah. I just yeah. I feel like comparing records isn't a true fair analysis with fair, teams yeah. like the Kraken, Coyotes, the Habs because they're all kind of you, you guys can buy in, let's be honest. But I think that it's, you know, it'll be a fun game, I think. I think that, you know, the Flames just can't go out there and underestimate their opponent. That is something that they are working on and have been working on. Uh, you know, sometimes going in too confident or, uh, you know, saying, oh, we don't need to play at our normal 100%. We can play at 75. Meanwhile, your opponent, Arizona, is coming off a huge win and probably has some momentum under their belt and just – don't get cocky with it. You know, this is the second half of a back-to-back for both teams. So should be, um, you know, a high-energy game, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be something like where we see the energy cranked up to 150% right before the All-Star break. I love I love the uh, the mentality you go into this game as a as opposed to a uh, a guest that we had earlier this year a couple weeks ago who was like this should be a gimme game for our, for our team and it's like careful what you say man yeah <laughs> what you say no that's the thing though like you can't get too comfortable and just just don't do it because that's what the Leafs did in the playoffs mm-hmm. and then what happened the Montreal Canadiens happened. Honestly, the the teams that I think the Coyotes match up least against are the ones who are going to be like very active. Like the Avalanche, until they lost it, were giving the the Coyotes just all the problems in the world by just being very aggressive defensively, just like sticking right to them. Because the Coyotes are not the 
best dis they don't have the most discipline they take tons of penalties and they're not the mental most mentally resilient so like if they give up a few goals like or have problems like it's just going to compound so the teams that like get very aggressive with that i think tend to do a lot better against the the coyotes this year but if you're passive and kind of like let them even control pace a little they're they're able to surprise you um it's really interesting to watch uh because it's just like just be aggressive against them it's the coyotes they're not gonna like what if they get a three-odd one who's gonna score travis boyd (laughs) that's what 10 goals of the year so uh, i don't want to knock him it was just the first name i came up with yeah, and I think that that's, like, the thing is, you know, you just – you don't want to play to, like, a dumbed-down level of hockey because, like, that's that seems disrespectful to your opponent. Like, like we don't think you're that good, so we're just going to, you know, not play our full potential. So I think that the Flames have, like, an aggressive approach to certain games. Um, no, that's a lot. They, they're just an aggressive team, but they do have that discipline – where they're not uh, taking penalties as often as they were. And I, they did have, I believe they had a power play goal last night. I could be very wrong. But if you're concerned about the Coyotes PK, um, I would somehow sneak word in there that Johnny Gaudreau is um, pretty strong on the power play. So. Yeah, that's a tough ask to tell the Coyotes to be careful about penalties. It's just, it's, it's, it's it just, it just happens. Just like they just, it's. A, They're babies. They're still learning. I mean, they took three penalties in the course of two and a half minutes what? last night. Oh uh, no! It went from like, it went from a, the the Coyotes were killing a penalty. No, they had a power play. Uh, they took a penalty. So it was four on four for a minute. Um, actually, no, have that reversed. Uh, they they took a penalty. Colorado took a penalty. The Coyotes took two more penalties. So it went from being up five on four to being down four on three. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, and it was very hard to keep track of and write about. Yeah, that's like one of those sequences where you're like, how do I fit all of this into a game recap without it seeing seeming like super drawn out and just dumb? And also, nobody scored, so it's not like it really mattered. Right. It just like massively affected the the momentum going into the second period. Absolutely. And, and that was the things that we talked some of the things we talk about too, Carl. You know, that there's, there's certain things that kind of can lead to a potential second period collapses the coyotes are notorious for yeah oh uh this is a fun thing for your listeners uh the coyotes tend to just collapse uh in the second period and give up four goals that's great that's fantastic um the flames kind of struggle more so in the latter half of the second period so um maybe we can even it out we'll see what they want to do even against the Buffalo Sabres, the Coyotes collapsed. Although they only gave up one goal, the the shots were just ridiculously oh. lopsided. 
Yeah, that, so that's the thing. The Flames will take every opportunity that they get to shoot the puck. Last week, they played uh, Columbus, and they set a franchise record for 62 shots on, on goal. So, um, yeah, they just were firing and launching them like no one's business. So, <laughs> we'll have to no, see the, how- Those nights for Vanilka. He's already had three 45 uh, save games this season. That dude's a freaking workhorse. Like, he like, <laughs> like he has stolen games for the Arizona Coyotes. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know who's starting tonight, uh, whether it's Markstrom or Vladar, because last night Markstrom was pulled in the third period because he let up three goals on three shots, or 23 shots, rather. Um, and then Vladar got his first start since, like, G- like early January, and it's the second half of a back-to-back, so I don't know. Yeah, the if this if we were talking last year, I could say I have I could give you no idea because like last year, Rick Tuckett was terrible at uh, managing goaltenders. He'd put like for example, he put Aiden Hill ten games, eleven games straight. Oh my God, um, I don't know how why he did that. I mean, obviously, Anti Ranta and Kemper were injured, but you also had Ivan Prosvetov as a backup just in case he needed them. Yeah, um, and I think the the Coyotes lost all most of those games, so it's not like Hill was like playing out of his head. Oh, poor Calgary native Aiden Hill. <laughs> uh, he's with the Sharks now. He's with the San yeah. Sharks now. Yeah. Yep. Uh but. Yeah, but now they've been doing better about it, the Coyotes, so they just know switch. So last night was was Scott Wedgwood. Um so they're so tonight they're gonna put in Karel V. Melka, and that was confirmed by Craig Morgan um yesterday. Um so it'll be it'll be a fun matchup. Faye Melka has again, he's been proven to steal games, but he's also had some bad bad ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh you know, the Flames have strong goaltending but it's a matter of workload management. And to be completely honest, Markstrom has been playing. Uh, he does this thing where he wanders out of the crease and plays the puck when he's tired or injured. So we've been noticing that more and more. So if he does start, um, make him come out of the crease to maybe get a goal. That's interesting because I like active goalies, but there is a time and a place. And when you're tired, is probably not the best time yeah. to be doing it. It's like I'm he sure. does it to like wake himself up. It's like I don't know if you, if either of you ever experienced this in like school, but you know you're just like so tired. You stayed up late the night before, and you're like falling asleep during class. So you go to the bathroom, like splash water on your face. That's what I think Markstrom is like trying to do, just like wake himself up, and it. It, it again gives me heartburn, so just don't do it. I'm sure a uh, friend of the show and uh, Arizona hockey writer Kat Silverman would like to have a couple. Words. Oh yes, I <laughs> love Kat. Uh, you know, I've been meaning to get her opinion on that, so I can be like, "Hey, goalie expert, let's <laughs> can we dissect this, <laughs> please?" I'm sure she would be able to provide a great like reasoning behind it or just say the funniest thing about why it makes no sense. Exactly. And uh, you know, Kat is a good friend of mine and she's just, she's so intelligent, but then some, then like she'll like, she won't have like an 
expert reasoning on something she's like i don't know he's just like dumb <laughs> and it's like yeah you know what that is that is very true so like thank you and yeah makes it so everyone can understand oh yeah exactly and that's gotta love her yeah, we actually had to get her on the show sometime because last time I had her on, we we were talking about Aiden Hill versus Ivan Prospetov, and she's like, "I don't know, believe in Aiden Hill. Ivan's the future." I'm like, "Okay, all right, let's do it." She's right. Uh, the coyotes bought into that, so yeah, they listened Honestly. to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, though, we still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes and Locked On Flames. We are going to get to predictions of how this game is going to go. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online because Bet Online has covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in just a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all the your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has you up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with Five real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for a 2022 season. Bet online, where the game starts. So now it's time, Jess, for my favorite segment of uh, locked for like locked on Coyotes does it is bet online picks of the game. As I can go ahead and take a a good a look through the lines and see. What is the uh, who is the favorites? How is this game going to go based on what they think? So the Calgary Flames are point and a half favorites, minus one hundred five. So essentially, you make it yet um, bet one hundred and five to win a hundred. If you go that way, um, plus two thirty seven money line for the Coyotes, minus two sixty eight. So it's a Flames are pretty good favorites on this one with total points set at five and a half. Five and a half goals. Uh, if you go either over or under, should be. So does that mean like five and a half goals between each team? Yeah. So combined. Okay. Combined. combined. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I again still trying to get familiar. <laughs> but um, yeah. You know, I was gonna say I could see this being like a three-two game, easily. So uh, I mean, go Flames. But I just I. Oh, their defense sometimes just pisses me out, and especially, especially if Ladar's in net for the whole sixty minutes. So, well, three two flames. I mean, the Coyotes last night had what is probably one of the biggest upsets in sports betting history, uh, especially hockey sports betting, uh, just because yeah. that's relatively new um, in America, at least. Um, and I'm kind of concerned about them being able to do it again. Uh, I like the three-two score, um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three-two Coyotes. Three-two Coyotes. All right. Yeah, like it. Um, trying to think how I want it, how how I think this game is gonna go. Um, you know, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna uh, put my faith and my chips in the Kurelve Melka. He has another good game. Um, I'm, I'm going to be with everyone. This game's going to be under five and a half points. So, um, so it's going to be, I'll even say what my, how many total points I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be four total points scored with a three, one victory for this, for the Arizona Coyotes 
with the last one being a empty netter. Okay. Now, the Coyotes have not scored three goals uh, in over a week uh, since the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, <laughs> so we're betting on we're, – we're, 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 we're taking a risk here. Yeah. Uh, the Coyotes' offense is just so hot and cold. I never know what to expect. Um, I think that tonight can certainly be a, a good game for them. Like I said, I think this team is, is not the most like mentally resilient – so I think coming in with a win is going to give them like good vibes and, and energy that they need. Uh, whether or not that's going to be enough, I, I think is going to depend on what happens in the second period. Because if they can hold off another collapse, then I think they'll do fine. If they collapse, then I mean, at that point, it's just it's <laughs> tough to come back from being like tied to being down four one. I mean, that Pittsburgh game, they didn't collapse in the second period. They collapsed in the third. Um, so, uh, so they held off the collapse for 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> just a little bit longer. Cause that, it was that last 10 minutes and it was just like, Oh no, here we go. Um, if they can hold it off, if they can just, or just to say, if they Melka just has his game again, just for, like he didn't have his game against Buffalo. If he has this game again. He's just, he'll do fine. I think the Kais will do fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other uh, any other props? Uh, you know my favorite first uh, first nine fifty nine. Is there going to be a goal? Um, I got to go bring get where that one is. It is. Do you have it up? I'm gonna think. I freaking. I they're in different. They're different freaking. Uh, call it pages. Uh, all right. So that is plus one twenty for. 10 or later, minus 154 in the first 10 minutes. So essentially, I mean, like, if you want to try to make some money, you can try to make the bet on it goes happen 10 or later. Not much, but. Uh, I think uh, it'll I, I do. I think that the Flames will come out and just kind of set the tone. They have, I don't want to say a history of doing that because, like, they don't, but there have been a few games this season where they just they come out guns a-blazing and uh, let their opponents know that they're here. So I'm sorry, Kyle's fans. Yeah, but have they been doing that for the second game of back-to-backs? I think oh. that's the, the real thing because both teams, I think, are going to be a little bit tired. Both that's of them had to true. travel. That is very true. So no, I don't think that they will. That's I didn't even think of taking that into consideration. I mean, who who's to say? Because uh, I mean, their opponents are also going to be tired. So maybe that does something. I don't know. Maybe because of that, we could all be wrong. This becomes just become a a complete shootout because the goal because everyone's just exactly like I mean. what was that Sharks game? A seven-six shootout seven. win. I think it was seven to eight. I want to say uh, something like that. The Coyotes will randomly have a just basically well, that's both the, teams that, taking shots at each other. That Sharks team was a flash in the pan because both teams played absolutely terrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So it was eight-seven. It was after the Christmas break slash. Um, covid issues so two teams that were very rusty and probably still you know 
food coma from Christmas feasts. It happens. I mean, yeah. It'll be. I mean, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see how how the uh, how this game goes. Um, if there's those who are what who are listening, just want that are curious. If you take my um, my score prediction and put it onto the props, Arizona Coyotes by two. A ten dollar bet can win you ninety bucks. Mm. Mm. That's interesting, but I still That's don't it. think I'd take it. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i not 100% confident on that, so there's no way. I, if, if there's a game in which I'm 100% confident on, which is rare, I do one of those bets. I'm oh, of course. Again. But, like, I, how often is that ever going to happen? Probably, like, once. Like, one game out of not just the Coyotes full 82 season, but one game out of the entire NHL full schedule. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be going to the game tonight, so I mean, I could have a $14 beer, or I could place that bet, uh, and you know, either way, I'm going to be out money. So, yeah. just which one will bring me more enjoyment? That remains to be seen. Probably a beer. Probably the beer. Get some beer. Get some Korean barbecue. Ah, uh, that'll be a nice game. Heck yeah. At least you guys can eat and drink at your arena. Okay. They're in the restrictions right now at 50% capacity and no eating or drinking. Uh, I still haven't gotten inside the arena as a fan. I've only gone Me as a member of media. Oh. Um, I was in the press box back in November. So it's nice up there. That press box is nice. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good look. Uh, I've only been as a fan. Uh and I have seen a variety of, of foods and drinks at Gila River Arena and Jobbing.com Arena. Uh, before, before, before we close it, though, I want to mention one thing I heard in the press box. It was the most hilarious thing. It was when I went in, and actually it was October, late October. Cause I remember because I, I still had my car and it was right after the accident. Um, and um, I'm at the game and it's the, towards the end of the first period. I think the, I think the Oilers are already up like, three nothing at this point of course and um the pa announcer goes one minute left in the first period right below us because there's like there's obviously fans literally right below us from the press box i hear this fan shout thank god (laughs) (laughs) yeah that sounds about right (laughs) i was like I couldn't stop laughing. I was looking like I was sitting right next to Craig Morgan. He said, "Like, he, like, he, like, he did the same thing too. He just laughed. It's like, that's great, uh, beautiful, beautiful." Uh, maybe I need to go and visit again and see um, if that person does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> there. I mean, I hope. I hope not. I hope they don't have reason to. Uh, it's a it's a drive though. I have to go Tucson to Glendale. It's How about, far of a drive is that? Um, without traffic, probably about two hours. With traffic, two and a half. Um, okay. Yeah, it's about a two-day drive to Calgary. So, I think I got you beat there. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, 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 just a little bit. Um, I've thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been it's 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 uh, been a great episode. Um, I think you know I, I like having uh crossovers with 
host that we haven't talked to for this show because last year we were stuck talking with the same yeah. six people and I'm just like, please give us someone new. I need, I need yeah. fresh blood. You need fr- fresh blood, some fresh takes, and some variety. Uh, that's why I plan on having more guests on this month because I think we have a lot of new host, new uh, new opponents, and new potential for crossover. And again, I'm teasing people because I'm going to have uh, there is a future potential big guest coming on. I won't mention who they are until that person has 100% confirmed they're coming on. But it is in the works. Yes, I'm excited for you. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Anyways, though, we are running out of time, though. So before we close things off, Jess, go ahead and let everyone know where we can find you and your podcast. Yes. So you can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Uh, and you can find me wherever you listen to Lockdown Coyotes, uh, also on YouTube. It's free 99. So you should definitely come check me out and rate the show and leave a nice little review. Awesome. And for us, we are every weekend, like you said, everywhere you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube. Um, that's one of the you know, amazing things. You can see our beautiful faces if you so choose. And uh, don't forget that we are also on social media. You can um, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes, on Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano, Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Interact with any of us. Ask the question you might have. We might answer an episode. We might answer those questions on a future episode of the podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. This crossover episode of Lockdown Coyotes and Lockdown Flames. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And for all my Coyotes fans listening out there, don't forget to howl on. <laughs>